Hello everybody, thanks for joining us for Devotionables, Brief Devotions for Busy People. We're here today going into the book of Romans. For many people, maybe their favorite book in the entire Bible, in the New Testament. It is a phenomenal treatise. Paul pouring out his heart, you can see his mind, his heart together on the pages when maybe his ultimate work, right? And his, his theology, his doctrine. Um, man, it's, it's a phenomenal work and his heart for a long time had been get, to get to Rome. You remember in Acts chapter 28, the last chapter of Acts, he finally arrives in Rome in verse 17, kind of concluding that book. As you remember in Acts chapter 1, the Lord Jesus told his apostles so that you'll be my witnesses, told his disciples you'll be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, and Samaria, to the ends of the earth, culminating at that time, actually, in Rome. Paul gets to Rome, and he, he's writing this letter saying, I'm about to come. He's been wanting to preach the gospel to you. In Romans chapter 1, verse 15, I am so eager to preach the gospel to you also who are in Rome. And that is the foundation of his ministry, is the gospel of Jesus Christ. This is what he says about it in verse 16 and 17. And, and really the most unpacking of the gospel would take place in Romans theologically. This is what he says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. Verse 17, For in it, that is the gospel, the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith, beginning to end, faith. As it is written, the righteous shall live by faith. He's quoting there from Habakkuk 2, verse 4. And so, as uh, you know, today we turn the calendar into November. We're starting Romans. We're heading, we're heading through this letter. We're going to be heading uh, through the rest of the New Testament as we get through the end of the year. And here, on November 1st, as we turn the calendar into November, we turn our scriptures into Romans. Uh, you know, we're getting here. I can't help but think of a handful of people today, and I want to share them with you. So first, you know, I'm recording this on Reformation Day. It's going to come out tomorrow on All Saints Day. But Reformation Day, Martin Luther, think about the foundation of the Reformation is the gospel. And uh, that the, the righteous will live by faith, faith alone in Christ alone, right? Scripture alone is our guide to the glory of God alone. You think about even Paul as... He's ramping up this theology, and it culminates, it climaxes here in, in chapter 11 to the glory of God, that great doxology. And in the last verse, to God be the glory, right? And so Martin Luther, uh, an important book here for the Reformation and for the gospel, also reminds me of my father-in-law, Larry Green, the girls that call him Pops. And he is a pastor, and he is retiring at the end of this year, and his ministry is just built on this verse. It's his favorite verse. And the Lord has used him to bring a great number of people from death to life, right? Sharing the gospel. It's not Larry that saves. It's the gospel. But he is a minister like Paul, not ashamed to share this message. Though to the world it looks foolishness. What do you mean you believe in this uh, God became man and, and he died and he's alive? Absolutely. Absolutely. This is the truth because it's what God says it is. And we're not ashamed of this message. For in it is the power of God unto salvation for everyone who believes. And I praise God for my father-in-law, for Larry's ministry. I've been a great uh, benefactor, benefit of that. And uh, so praise God for that. He's retiring in this year. And this was, uh, uh, like Paul, 
like Martin Luther and the Reformation, the foundation of that ministry, and the gospel of God, the power of God, unto salvation for everyone who believes. And today, I'm reminded of that promise and uh, my great-grandmother, who would be 121 today, Nan, um, you know, came from just a really hard background. Um, essentially, you know, lost, lost a parent. Uh, Dad didn't really want her around because you know, what good would she be on the farm? She kind of passed around between uh, relatives and just a hard life. Um, married to my great-grandfather, and they have a daughter, just one, one child. My grandmother and the Lord in his kindness begins to stir in my grandmother's heart a work in her that she would seek him because he's actually seeking her first, right? The Son of Man came to seek and save that which was lost. And my grandmother puts her trust, her faith in the Lord Jesus. This is the, the gospel, right? In the gospel, the power of God is salvation. And then my great-grandmother becomes a Christian, my great-grandfather. And so I am so thankful that, um, you know, for me, like, you're not saved. You're not saved, uh, like, grandfathered in by, like, family connections. John 1 points that out, right? But I am thankful to have been born into a family that had a religious heritage on both sides and, and parents that had learned that from their parents, and right? So on and so forth and so forth. That shared the gospel with me so that at the age of 12, when a, a pastor at the Altizer Baptist Church in Huntington, West Virginia, began to articulate for me, I don't know how many times I'd heard this message, but in God's grace, I heard it and heard it and heard it and finally responded that I am a sinner. I sinner by birth and choice alienated, separated from God because of my actions, my attitude, my disposition, right? I was an enemy of God. I was an object of wrath. The Bible says that all have sinned and fallen short of His glory. It also says this in Romans 5, that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. That Jesus came and He took my place. He died for me. That the wages of sin is death, but the, the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus. And that all who believe in Him, all who call on His name, who confess Him with their mouth and believe in their heart, that God raised Him from the dead, shall be saved. And God saw fit in His gracious goodness, His kindness, to save a sinner, me. And so I am not ashamed of the gospel. It seems like it may, not, it may be foolishness to the world, but it, in it, the good news that God is reconciling sinners unto Himself, saving them, forgiving them of their trespasses, not holding them against them, that there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. I'm not ashamed of that gospel. And I, I implore you, just as Paul would to the Corinthians and Derek Riley a couple weeks ago reminded us, be reconciled to God. The, the gospel, the power of God unto salvation for all who believe, for the Jew first and the Gentile. Blessings on you today.